Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes to connect with the Kid Stories Podcast social channels, where I highlight listener artwork and share other cool stuff. Now for some shout-outs. June from Arkansas shared an awesome drawing she made of Dropkick and Captain Pooper jumping over a campfire. Great work, June. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would run the Space Kitty Sanctuary where you would operate a giant cat shelter floating out in space and people would come from all around to adopt your kitties. Thanks for listening, June. And David and Julia from Texas have listened to nearly all 194 episodes and they shared some great drawings. Thanks for that, David and Julia. I think if you two were in the story, you would live here on Earth and you would discover one day that you can transform into dragons, but you'd have to keep it a secret. Thanks for listening, David and Julia. Last time, on Too Much Magic Part 4, Liam and Owen understood that they would need to rid the land of some kind of wild beast in order to get the diamond ribbon from the orphan prince. So now we rejoin Liam, Owen, and Renner as they examine a map in the prince's castle. Just like they leaned over Halva's kitchen table, they now leaned over the prince's huge battle map. It was a detailed map showing every building, hill, creek, nook, and cranny of the prince's land. One of the guards nearby pointed to the map. Here in the north is where the beast has been sighted most. This is where it attacked me and the other soldiers. That area of the map was peppered with little red pins, noting all the places where residents had seen or encountered the beast. Well then, that's where we go, said Liam. It looks like there's a mine entrance nearby. Yes, sir, answered the guard. This is the northernmost entrance to the old diamond mines. If we leave now, we can get there by dark, said Owen. Hey, I found some cool stuff. Check this out, said Renner. They laid out some interesting items on the map table. A staff with a bright blue ball on the end. Two small swords that seemed to hum constantly. And a pouch full of white marbles. A guard nearby gave Renner a look. They just shrugged and said, 
Hey, the prince said we could take whatever we need. What are these things anyway? The guard rolled his eyes. This is the staff of Glaumir, a powerful wizard from centuries ago. These are the singing blades, and that is a bag of marbles. Awesome. I think I'll take the singing blades, said Renner. And what do the marbles do? Do they explode or make like a big smoke blast for escaping or open a portal? They're just marbles. They don't do anything, said the guard. Oh, right. Well, uh, just the singing blades then, I guess, said Renner. The party gathered rations and met out front to depart. The prince saw them off with a good luck, and the group made their way north to the mine entrance. They made the trip quickly and noticed that the wooden planks blocking the entrance to the abandoned mine had been broken and scattered. The boards are all scattered out here, outside the mine, said Owen, meaning something busted out from the inside. The brothers examined the boards and the haggard entrance. They ran their fingers across deep claw marks, estimating the size of claw and paw and creature. They gave each other a knowing look, understanding that whatever they were looking for was big and certainly dangerous. They entered and grabbed old torches from the cave wall. Liam sprinkled each one with dust from one of his many pouches and they glowed brightly without a flame. Kylo and Element sniffed excitedly as they trotted along near Liam and Owen. The tunnels here were quiet and dark. They stopped every once in a while to just listen. They only heard the breeze and maybe the gentle dripping of water. They hiked deeper and deeper into the mine shaft, down steps and ramps, the path cut into the ground so deep it felt like they had hit the center of this planet soon. As they hiked, they saw more evidence of a monster or creature of some kind. Claw marks cut right into the stone walls, big paw prints in the ancient dust on the floor. So what do you guys think is down here? asked Renner examining the marks. Looks like a, a something w w with big, sharp claws, right? You ever fight anything with claws like this that just cut right through stone? Something tells me that whatever is down here is unique to this world. Something me and Liam never would have seen before, said Owen. But we've handled our fair share of beasts. Finally, covered in sweat and exhausted, they reached a dead end, a huge room carved out of stone. On the floor of the room was a deep cut, a hole that looked like it was carved out of the floor by the same claws that marked the tunnel walls. Kylo growled, and Element's two heads looked all around suspiciously. Owen and Liam carefully neared the edge of this hole and peered inside. A soft light radiated from this cut in the ground. What's down there, you guys? asked Renner, keeping their distance. I don't know, said Liam. Let's find out. Liam and Owen laid down their torches to find that the amount of light shining up through the hole was enough to see. They slid feet first into the hole and dropped inside. You're just dropping in there? Renner whispered loudly. Hang on now, shouldn't, shouldn't we? Should, should, should I drop in a rope or something? 
Renner was not at all confident in this plan to drop into a mysterious, glowing, beast-filled crack in the ground, but Owen, Liam, and their pets all slid right in. Renner decided being with them down in the hole was better than being alone up here, so they dropped in as well. Beneath the deepest depths of the diamond mines in this beast-made crack in the ground was a whole new world. Not just another tunnel, not just a different cave, but an entire ecosystem. They landed on their feet, the drop wasn't far, and looked all around. They saw mountains in the distance, and glistening lakes, and glowing bioluminescent trees and plants illuminating everything around them. It's like another world down here, said Liam. Yeah, like, like a totally new planet, agreed Owen. These two adventurers had seen many things in their time, but never a planet within a planet. It was truly amazing. A stiff wind rattled the nearby trees and bushes. Liam and Owen took a few steps forward, out into the wild, brightly colored, glowing landscape. A closer look revealed birds with shiny wings reflecting the pale lights. Small creatures in the trees skittered about. Even small flying insects zipped about and crawled on the pulsating white bark of the nearby trees. Owen and Liam were speechless. For a moment, they both considered staying here for a while longer, exploring this wild new place. Liam wondered what amazing ingredients he could find to make new potions and tonics and powders. Owen considered all the wild beasts he could discover, creatures that only existed here on this planet within a planet. And then the sound rang out. It was a sound like the scream of a pterodactyl combined with the growl of a lion and amplified a hundred times. The birds and little creatures and insects all scurried into hiding. The area went silent. That's not good, said Owen. And the thundering sound of a galloping beast filled their ears and again the awful howl. And Owen and Liam turned to find the source of the sound, the direction where this monster would confront them. Kylo and Element, confused with all the new smells and sights, spun in a defensive posture to accept a fight from any side. Renner stayed near the opening, wondering if they would retreat back up into the diamond mines. And after a few quick seconds of waiting, the beast burst from a clutch of nearby trees. It was monstrous. It was jet black and stood on four legs. Its body was covered in blurry scales, and it had a long tail that whipped and curled in the air as if it had a mind of its own. Liam and Owen stood only as high as its shoulders, and the beast stood a person taller than that. Long claws jutted out from its paws and dug into the ground. Its face was like a cross between a lion and a monkey, and where big eyes would normally have been, there were six thin, glowing red eyes. Oh, pickles, said Renner. The beast turned to them and pounced. Renner found their wits and scraped the two singing blades together in anticipation of the attack. The swords rang out and vibrated with energy. Kylo and Element met the beast in the air, Kylo slashing its face with icy claws and Element grabbing and biting. The beast fell short of Renner and they leaped forward, slashing at its scales. 
Liam targeted the monster's back leg with an entire pouch of light blue powder. The small leather bag struck the black scales and popped open, releasing the magical dust in a cloud. The creature's back leg crackled with freezing energy and stuck to the ground like a statue. Owen took two big steps and leaped to the beast, hoping to get on top of it. As he flew through the air, the beast sensed his approach, and the long black tail whipped back and grabbed Owen around the belly. The tail wrapped around his midsection multiple times and swung him through the air. Liam reached into his lab coat and produced another potion. He pulled back to throw it, but the beast whipped Owen back with his tail and knocked Liam down with his own brother. Again, the monster tried this approach, whipping Owen up near his head to attack Renner and the pets. This time, as Owen flew above the face of the beast, he pounded the creature's six red eyes with his fist. The monster screeched and unfurled its tail, holding Owen, and he dropped to the ground. The beast clawed at Renner, Element, and Kylo, fighting off their joint attacks. Its back leg creaked and cracked against the freezing powder effects and soon broke free from its power. Owen thrust his hand out in front of the monster and yelled, Stop! On his own world, Owen had a knack for speaking to animals and creatures of all kinds. He could calm animals and could even communicate with some of them. It's why he and Kylo were so close. But that was on his world, not in some strange inner planet with some strange angry beast. But it was worth a shot. At the sound of Owen's voice, the monster shook like a wet dog, and Renner, Element, and Kylo were knocked away. The beast looked down at Owen through its six strange red glowing eyes and growled and huffed and scratched at the ground. Owen closed his eyes and tried to speak to the monster with his mind. He sent calming vibes and suggestions of peace. The beast shook its head and pawed at its ears as if trying to claw Owen's voice out of its head. Owen opened his eyes and looked at Liam. He waved his brother up to the crack in the ceiling of this place and whispered, Go! Liam understood. While Owen pacified the monster, Liam ushered the pets up into the crack. They hesitated, but Liam firmly pointed them in the right direction. Renner did not need any convincing. They wanted to be anywhere but here with this huge monster. Liam was the last to climb up, and he hung his top half down into the hole, waiting for Owen. Owen tried to create a mind link with this animal, as he had with so many others, but there was no hope. It was wild like nothing he'd ever seen. And soon, the tenuous link he created was broken and the beast lunged for him. Owen leaped up and grabbed onto Liam's hands. Liam pulled his brother up to safety and they scrambled back up into the abandoned diamond mines. Element, seal the gap now, yelled Liam as he ran off toward the tunnels. Renner and Owen followed. Element, the two-headed dragon, spewed molten hot magma down onto the ground as the monster tried to claw its way back up. Kylo stood nearby, blasting the liquid rocks with ice breath, cooling them down to solid instantly. More and more element filled the room with stone and Kylo cooled it as they backed out. Owen, Liam, and Renner all watched through their fingers, holding their hands up to block the intense heat coming from the room. Finally, a large mound of solid rock covered the crack in the floor. Okay, well, if that's not going to do it, nothing will, said Liam. Will the prince be satisfied even though the beast isn't defeated? asked Renner. If we defeat this beast, another will take its place, said Owen. There's a whole world of monsters down there. 
the best we can do is stop them from coming up into this world. The group returned to the orphan prince's castle and explained everything. He agreed that the only way to address the problem completely would be to fill the old diamond mines. But it sounds like a bit of a waste, doesn't it? The prince thought out loud. I wonder what treasures and amazing things we could find in that world down below. Well, for all we know, the beast we encountered was a small one, said Liam. For every treasure, there will be a danger, and I really don't think it's worth it. Yes, you're probably right. We'll get to work filling the mines, and hopefully the monsters will stay in their own world down below, said the prince. And, as we agreed, here's your payment. The prince slid the diamond bracelet off his arm, and it hung down like a strip of heavy ribbon curled up at the end. Renner reached out and admired it for just a second before rolling it up tightly and placing it in their pack. Good luck getting those warp crystals, said the prince with a sly grin. That'll be the hardest part. Liam and Owen shared a guilty look. The prince knew they needed to steal the warp crystals from the National Museum. It was the only place that had any. But he seemed to understand. Liam, Owen, and Renner returned once again to Halva's little farmhouse to plan the biggest heist this place had ever seen. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com and find hours and hours more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.